0: to get started. Peace!
1: Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley.
0: Good morning, my friends. My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. Welcome, hello, happy Tuesday.
1: Uh, our show is Real Help for Real Couples because we had a bad marriage and we don't want you to have a bad marriage. That's why we made our show. Uh, if you're new, here, welcome. We go live on Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. every day of the week. We're trying to go live on YouTube, but y'all, it never works. That's right. If you're a YouTube expert, a expert, please reach out to us and help us. Did you say yexpert? Us. Yeah, YouTube expert. That's good. Yexpert. And one of
0: the added perks of watching us daily on uh, Instagram Live and also Facebook Live is we dance often, and you get to see that, and it's kind of cool. It's like a it's like a video conferencing podcast right now, right? So, you that's know, right. You get the extra stuff. So remember to join, tune in in those channels, and
1: follow us on Instagram and Facebook, all yes. the places. And today we are going to talk about intimacy, sex and depression and the impact there and what to do about it, mm-hmm. how all the things impact your marriage. And so we're excited about that. But every day we do four things. We do a prayer, a gratitude and intention. And then we talk about our conversation starters from the app mm-hmm. every single day. And we want you to do the same thing. And speaking of the app, the podcast is brought to you by the Anatomy of Marriage app. It's a couples counseling app that's fast, fun and never boring. That's we right. created it good morning, and what's so up, we Patina? want you to do it, up, and T? we want you to do your your prayers and all that stuff with mm-hmm. us, so we're going to dive into prayers. You pray. Me? Yeah, you, may, you always do this to me. You pray.
0: All right. Thank you, God, Creator, for your blessings. Thank you for all that you've given us and the capabilities that we have inside us. Help those to come out. Help us to believe in ourselves and believe in one another. I pray the podcast is helpful to us and to all those who are listening. Amen. Amen. Can you tell what's on my mind uh, just by my prayer? Like. Wow. Greatness inside of you oh, help Maple us Hills, help Eagle? us to uh, uh Use dispel, that grace, dispel limiting beliefs and oh. overcome stuff so okay yeah that's cool All right okay so today my I'm thankful uh what am I thankful for what did you do yesterday that was really funny or good or kind uh Oh, know. boy. Well, well we uh, went
1: to the church with the kids. Well, I'm you- yeah, I'm
0: glad that you went on a walk. Uh, I, I told you, you said, oh, I can walk with my friend, or I can walk with you. And I was like, you know, walk with me. I prefer that. I want to mm-hmm. chat and hang out. And then the kids came too, so I'm thankful that we all mm-hmm. went on a walk <laughs> together. <laughs>
1: I'm thankful that yesterday you slid down the grass backwards with the That right. sounds funny. Grass backwards uh, with the kids. And it's so funny. We took videos of it. It's about yeah. the weirdest thing I've ever seen. We're going to post those because yeah, we'll they post slid them down a hill. It was so hilarious and funny. And I'm it thankful that funny. you did that. And I
0: think I tweaked my neck and back, though. Which I was could kinda, imagine. It was kind of weird. Like I'm stretching right now because it hurts. Yeah, it was actually.
1: funny. Okay, enough with the show. So we. It's not
0: a show. I'm stretching so my body. So we encourage though. you,
1: again, pray with your partner, mm-hmm. talk about what your grass. Gratitudinously f- talk about what you're thankful for is the word I'm looking for yeah, about them. And uh, then the third thing we do is our intentions with our behavior for the day. Again, mm-hmm. I flipping forgot to set my timers for touching you on repeat, mm-hmm. and I'm going to scream about it. Hmm. So I need to set the timers on repeat. Oh my gosh. So that's my <laughs> intention.
0: Right. Well, good. All I'm right. Do it right now. Okay, good. My intention is to continue to, to pray with you. I have a prayer alarm, which I put on repeat. Thank you very much because I find it important. What's up, Lily? And uh, to pray with you even during the day, you mm-hmm. know, to take that pause and say, hey, what's up? What's up, God? What's up, Melanie? And, what's up, uh, God? What's all? What's all chat. So right. that is our intention. So, okay. uh Let's read the question.
1: All right. So a listener sent in a question and they sent the question in to hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. That's where you send your questions if you want them answered on the show Mm -hmm. or you can DM us, send us a message, whatever. So it says, my wife and I have been married for over 13 years. She has always dealt with depression and has mostly been able to handle it. But for the past six to seven months, it has really affected not just her, but our marriage. More specifically, our romance and sex life. We haven't had sex in months and at first I reacted very negative and would get Upset when it didn't happen. My thoughts would go into thinking she isn't attracted to me anymore, or is there someone else? To what, or to what did I do wrong? As this has continued, though, and after some pretty tense arguments—never really about sex—I've begun to understand that her depression and her feelings about herself have been a major reason why we are in our current situation. Mm-hmm. I want to know what I can do to not only help her but to help our relationship as well. Mm-hmm. So that's the question. Yeah, okay.
0: I I think that – well, thank you, first of all, for sending in the question. What's up, Kenan? What's up, Justin? For sending in that question. And uh, as a therapist, depression is a hard one for me because sometimes it feels overwhelming and uh, there's no way out or whatever. And, of course, most depression is cyclical. So I think an understanding of that, like I I talk about sometimes – the, the uh, rain cloud coming your way. Imagine you're in a field, the sky's blue, but you're in a rain cloud mm-hmm. and it's coming, it's coming, coming and the depression is over you right now. There's mm-hmm. seasons of that and also the understanding that it will go away. Mm-hmm. Now, when a person is depressed or just in a feeling funk
1: Bill says, clearing
0: structure. The clearing structure absolutely helps but in, sorry. in all in all uh, instances. I mm-hmm. believe the clearing structure can help. Um, and what was I saying? You said uh, when you're in a depression cloud. is cyclical, and when you're in a cloud, it's really hard to see out of that. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you're in a deep well, and you're like, I can't see what's going on on flat land out there. Um, so just slowing down and understanding that perspective. And I like what this guy said. As a husband, it's it's really important to give your wife that understanding and that. Uh, what would that be? That that empathy, sympathy. Uh, let me look at it from her point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really begin to understand that her depression and her feelings about herself have been a major reason why we are in our current situation, right? So that is uh, taking not just your feelings, you know, your frustration with lack of sex or lack of connection. It's taking your feelings and saying, oh, okay, I understand why she's feeling that way. So thumbs up on that. What's up, Daniel? Thumbs up on that. That's great. And what I would... Uh, do in this situation um i like putting myself in these situations to thinking how like what what i would want done right or what i would be like oh okay let's let's step out of this piece and look at it this way mm-hmm. right so if we were in this situation i i would try to be no i wouldn't try to be i would be as supportive as possible mm-hmm. i would ask you what you need i would ask you like what can i do today that would be helpful to you that would make you feel
1: you're saying as the what the husband would do for as, the wife. as okay. the husband,
0: yeah. You know, I what I would ask these I would ask my wife these questions. I would ask you these questions. What can I do today to make you feel needed? That mm-hmm. I that I need you. No, mm-hmm. not that I need anything from you right now, right. but uh, what? because sometimes when you feel needed, when you feel like, oh, wanted, that that mm-hmm. that's a boost. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I feel this role for my mm-hmm. person, kind of thing. So I would ask questions like that. I would also ask Hey, what can I literally do to make you feel loved today? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not talking about sex. I'm not talking right. about physical stuff. I'm not talking about you cleaning or doing or thinking or whatever. What can I do to help you feel, uh, loved uh-huh. today kind right. of thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then say, Hey, how can I support you? Do, can I look up therapists for you? Mm-hmm. Can I look up podcasts for you? Uh, always be sending resources your way. Like we do that anyway. Like I said, I, I, Texted you at uh Lewis Howell's podcast mm-hmm. yesterday, yeah, right, and we share things that are helpful to us, and most of the time you listen to them and then we talk about them, kind of thing, so and that's that's being in relation with one another, mm-hmm. if you really think about it so I, I would do those three or four things what I just said mm-hmm. what's up, Mandy? Hold on. I feel so tired every night after our kids go to bed, mm.
1: amen, preach,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ugh. That I think face. every
0: parent does, yeah, for real. <laughs>
1: Yeah, summer is hard so actually normal. in the Pacific Northwest because the sun doesn't go down till you know midnight, and right. it, so it's sunny forever, and it Which really is good. Like, if I mean, you want to do stuff outside, fun, but, but my you know, goodness, yeah, you I eat feel dinner that. at like
0: nine thirty and go to bed at you know. Two. Right. Not really, but right. that's, that's what it feels so, like. So, yeah, no advice
1: mm-hmm. on our part for that, but I feel you. Uh, <laughs> we'll the, just complain the, with you. <laughs> right. We'll just. Uh, so, the, the thing that comes to my mind with this question about depression and sex and intimacy is that there's a couple things for the husband that I think that popped up for me and then for the wife. And I'll start with the wife side. So, uh, I don't know, what was it? Maybe four months ago? I started taking anti... Well, I thought I was depressed. And I was like, I I could not handle anything. I would get, Mm -hmm. I wasn't like yelling at the kids. I wasn't yelling at Seth. I wasn't crying all the time. But I literally felt like I am absolutely drowning Mm -hmm. in, I don't even know what. I felt like, Everything was hard. Everything sucked. I felt like everything was bad. I don't know where that came from.
0: Everything was overwhelming. Every
1: every single thing was overwhelming. Mm. Like the dishes or having to... I mean, and our house was never like a sloppy, big, fat mess. I did all these things, but I was so overwhelmed all mm. the time. So the first thing I would say is, is your wife getting... Medication? Is she getting the help that she mm-hmm. needs? Have you reached out to a doctor? All I had to do, and I only learned this from helping our kiddo um, who's dealt with some stuff. I didn't know how you got antidepressants or no, anxiety me. medication. No, but I learned it. F- Let me step back a few steps. The reason I understood that I had anxiety was taking our kid into his therapy session. I see. The questionnaire they asked him. Mm-hmm. When I sat there and they asked him, I was like, oh my gosh, they're talking Mm. to me. Mm -hmm. Do I have trouble sleeping? Yes. Do Mm. I like immediately catastrophize everything? Yes. Mm. Do I feel like it, you know, and it was really shocking to me Mm -hmm. and I had no idea. I would have never thought, oh, I'm really happy and I'm fun and I'm silly and I sing and I dance. Mm -hmm. There's no way I could be depressed, Mm -hmm. but I was. Mm -hmm. So I would say, first off, talk to a medical professional it's not complicated just ask say can I get help uh, the second thing to know about that though is often um, SSRIs are mm-hmm. l- they take your libido away
0: oh I think bill says hey oh. you guys are jamming over here right. on Facebook thanks for the thanks for the interaction you guys throw up some waves and likes to uh, to uh, invite people to invite other people so wh- what we're talking about is Really important, sex, mm-hmm. anxiety, mental health stuff. Bill says if she is on an SSRI, she could change to a different one as they have a bad side effect,s lower libido. Exactly. So yes, one hundred percent. I <clears throat> quit taking my low dose anti uh, anxiety med because first of all, I I don't think it did a whole lot, and then I was like, wait a minute, I can get over this on my own brain. But yeah, like libido just went boop.
1: Right, and I was like what. It's literally like you. What's the deal? Like the last thing you care about on the planet is sex. Like it just it falls out of your brain entirely. It's weird. It is really weird. And so I don't like it. Yeah, it's an important thing to know Mm -hmm. that that's what SSRIs, Mm -hmm. that type of antidepressant medication, can do. And there are Mm -hmm. alternatives.
0: So for this husband, tell me what I did to support you when you were feeling overwhelmed uh, around that time. You understand what I'm saying?
1: I'm sorry, Lily says, so on top of being tired already, Uh, (laughs) what were you going to say?
0: So this just came to my mind when I was listening to you talk about when you were talking about, Uh you know, going to the doctor and seeking help in that way what did I do that this husband – what did I do that was helpful and supportive mm -hmm. that maybe other folks don't think about or maybe I didn't even think about, but it helped you right? uh, so it could help this husband maybe try some of this Yes.
1: So even just the sentence, and I I feel like you said – because I had been talking to you about it and being like, I don't know, I think I need – I think this is more than just being sad. I think this is whatever because I literally felt sad while I was watching my kids play and part of my brain knew – you really should be so thankful right now. I was like sad inside. Mm. And so I was talking to you about it. And I think you said something along the lines of, can I help set up a doctor's appointment for you? Mm. And that was like all I needed. Mm. That was you saying, I acknowledge what you're feeling. Ah. That It was like an acknowledgement. You didn't need, you Mm. didn't set up an appointment for me. I set it up. But it was, yeah, just the acknowledgement that you are like, I hear and see what you're thinking and Mm. feeling. And, it's, I think it's real right. and I'll help you. Um, so that was, I think, a so huge maybe, part of it.
0: So maybe the feeling that you weren't alone and yes. I didn't say, oh, you don't need a doctor. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Aaron says, give encouragement and show that you care. Let them know that you are patient with them due to the side effects of the depression yes. slash anxiety. The meds are only one part of the recovering and therapy uh, and support are, are the, the other, other part. part. Yeah. So Lily also
1: you. says Zoloft. I think Zoloft is one that doesn't make your libido go low, right?
0: Yeah, I was going to say something okay. funny, but not but. Okay. Um, yeah. And so- <laughs> if you can imagine. So, uh, oh yeah, uh, Aaron's talking about therapy. So, you know, obviously I'm a therapist and we have partnered with GetTherapy.com. No, no,
1: no, no. Dang it.
0: GetFaithful.com forward slash Anatomy of Marriage <laughs> to get hooked up with a licensed counselor. And as I've said this before... Uh, a lot of mental health issues can be um, positively affected with uh, psychotropic medications, um, uh, psych- psychopharmaceuticals, drugs, basically, uh, <laughs> prescription drugs, and therapy. And the com- the, the efficacy rate with, uh, if you combine medication and therapy, goes up like, I, I don't know exactly, but I think it's like... 30- a hundred. No, it's like 30% or something like that. So the combination of, of traditional talk therapy and medication you do better, right? Yeah. So we really encourage you to, get, to go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Throw a heart up if you like that, okay? Getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. A lot of people are going there uh, from, from us talking about yeah. it, and we, we see the statistics, mm-hmm. and you guys are getting help. That's, that's the basic thing. It's like, and that's the... oh, there's numbers. Okay, I don't care about numbers, really. Well, I do, sort of, but it's people are getting help. Yes, and that's the main thing and it's
1: exciting because that is truly the most impactful thing one of the most impactful things that you can do is go talk to somebody about it get the guidance the help Mm -hmm. the counseling the therapy that you need because that is going to change not only your life but the life of your partner and the life of your children and and grandchildren and
0: think about it we
1: are not joking
0: yeah your family of origin you know your family tree your kind of legacy you're you're... creating
1: your family of origin right now so do it with health and wellness and mental wellness as your priority Mm -hmm. so the other thing I wanted to say in relationship to this question is that one of the things that came into my mind for the wife specifically is Mm -hmm. that, so I don't know how this popped into my head, but when I did 75 hard, there was no, so 75 hard is the exercise program where you, you know, it's got really strict rules. You have to Mm -hmm. exercise twice a day for 45 minutes. You have to read 10 pages of a book. You can't cheat on, you know, alcohol, whatever, Mm -hmm. for 75 days, right? So on that day, like challenge thing, what I loved about it was that it did not matter how I felt. The name of the challenge is 75 hard. Right. Anytime I wanted to complain, I'm like, it's not called 75 easy. Right. No reason to complain. And I, the challenge itself literally made my mind go, not an option to complain. Right. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how I feel. So the one thing I think might be an interesting idea is to biohack your depression in that way. So mm-hmm. I know this sounds weird. And I know people are going to be like, you can't tell a depressed person to do that. Mm-hmm. What if you said every day for 30 days, no matter what, I am going to take a walk mm-hmm. out in nature. Mm-hmm. What if that was all you did? Right. I guarantee after the walk out in nature, however long that is, mm-hmm. you would feel different. Right. Because this is not about, so depression has a lot of chemical components, mm-hmm. but a lot of it is how we feel about those chemical components, right. right? And I even asked you yesterday, do you ever question your feelings? Mm-hmm. And you're like, like crickets, noise.
0: I'm like Putty on Seinfeld uh, when they're going to, <laughs> when uh, when Elaine gets mad at him. I don't know, we're referencing Seinfeld here, so if it's not relevant to you guys, <laughs> that's sorry. But uh, he, uh, they're on a, a flight somewhere. It's like a four-hour flight. Right. And Elaine has the book and stuff, and she's reading and all set up, and Putty's just going just sitting there. She's like, do you want a book? And he's like, no. He's like, well, do you want to talk? No. And he just stares for the whole flight and it it drives her bonkers because she's like, how can you even think about nothing? Uh, But thinking about nothing is very relaxing to me. I told you, when I'm running, I count slugs. Right. What are we talking about (laughs) Because it gets my mind off of stuff. Okay.
1: So back to not putty or counting slugs. Right. But the thing I'm trying to get at is that we often think Okay, we think that thinking will stop how we're thinking. Mm. Hear me? Mm. So quit scrolling through this, and we'll read that in a moment, okay. because I'm saying this to you. I am an enlightened soul, and I have read Sadhguru's book, Oh boy, <laughs> The Yogi's Guide to Joy, uh, Inner Engineering. Right. And I'm not kidding when I say that we th- So insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The things we think are our own prison. Mm. We think about thinking, we think about feeling, we think about doing, we think about going, we think about shame, we think about the guilt because we didn't do the thing and thinking, 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 not helpful.
0: Stinking thinking.
1: Stinking thinking. Joyce Meyer. So one of the things that I think is the most powerful thing we can do Mm -hmm. is biohack and I mean like set yourself up to go if I take a walk, if I do like 15 Mm push-ups, I am going to feel different I don't care about how I think because our brains can really hate us sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if I do 15 push-ups, jumping, jack, mm-hmm. j- jumping, jumping jacks, uh, and, or go on a walk, or go swimming, uh-huh. or literally turn on Lizzo, uh, feeling good as hell, right. I am going to feel in my body. So, it's a state change. That's,
0: that's what I was going to say. What you're talking about is a state change. Right. A physical state change, which you know usually involves increased heart rate, movement, stretching, mm-hmm. feeling, and being present in your mm-hmm. body, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, it's funny. I was talking about this with uh, clients last week. Start super, super, super small. Right. The next 30 days, 21 days, absolutely, no matter what, I will set five alarms on my phone. Five. On repeat. Oh gosh! Hint, hint. On repeat to what? I'm touching you. It's my um, alarm. Oh, there you go. Okay. Uh, f- a five-minute walk, literally. Set an alarm. Go outside a brisk and stand. Walk. Well, you know, go outside and stand and do like two squats. squats. Like I'm saying, like the very bare minimum of anything, right? Mm-hmm. Because guess what happens usually? If you're like, okay, I did two. You're gonna be like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. that was cool. I'll do. Two more, but
1: but you're saying thinking it. I'm not okay. You got to biohack it. Well, that's the state change, though. I know, but this has Mm -hmm. got to have a different vibe to it. Where you say no matter how I, uh, no matter what I think about it, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this because it's going to change how I feel. So this is the imagery that came to my mind. We are like a skin bag of chemicals right and yes. think of like a shopping cart like if you have a grocery bag your, of skin if you've filled your shopping cart with like doritos and gatorade and ho-hos and twinkies and waffles
0: i'll take the ho-hos
1: and your literal your entire <laughs> shopping cart is full of that and right. like it's a like a heaping mound of crap food right and then you go oh 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 i'm I, you know, this doesn't make me feel good, but whatever. My cart is full of this. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'll try to add some lettuce and watermelon lettuce on, top. on top. You put it on top and it rolls off the side. Because it's <laughs> your shopping cart, your body is full of these idiot chemicals. Right. Right. And, The thing I want you to think of doing is you can't just hope the cart will empty itself. Mm -hmm. You've got to do something that makes it empty itself. And when you put Lizzo on and do jumping jacks, Mm -hmm. your body will literally shoot out endorphins Mm -hmm. and start to like vomit out the nastiness. Yeah, it'll do it on its own. You don't have to do anything other than the thing. So So biohack it. Right.
0: So here's a, a, a really good example that happened this morning, right? Uh, so I, I journal every morning, right? And, and sometimes I wake up, I'm like, what is there to write about? There's nothing. Why am I journaling? And then, no, really. And the last two days, cause it was a, 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 the weekend and stuff. And usually just weekends are different from the routine of the week. And it's usually, it's like, it was three sentences, you know? And I looked back, I was reading, you know, the two days before. And it's like, what is this? You know, I don't even feel like writing. Right. <laughs> and then, I think I wrote, I could go read it. I I was like, feelings don't matter. I'm committing Mm -hmm. to like, I am just going to write stuff for a full half page. And it ended up being like almost a full page Mm -hmm. because I committed. I was like, I don't care what I write. I was thinking about what I was writing. So then I just started kind of like free conscious flowing Mm -hmm. of stuff and then ended up with a page. Right. Mm -hmm. So what happened there was, uh, okay, let's say I'm sitting on the couch. Oh, man, what, why would I even run? You know, I only ran like to the end of the driveway. It was nothing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's bull crap. I'm not going to question it. I'm not going to think about it. I'm just going to get up and do it. Mm-hmm. I commit mm-hmm. to running, and then usually you end up running farther. You know, right. and this morning I ended up uh, riding more, right. right? So it's just the the commitment to that. And the most powerful thing about 75 Hard, and we talk about it all the time because it's freaking life-changing, yeah. like literally, when I committed to the 75 Days or the the phase one, thirty days and now phase two, thirty days, there is no way out, right, and that is a good thing, mm-hmm. like for goals, for you know a- achieving whatever. there is no way out, and I've done that in a couple areas of my life too, which is like that that is not an option, mm-hmm. and like then making
1: the bed kind of like yeah you and then make when you, when day, you yeah. commit
0: to that it's like it. it, it
1: discipline it. equals freedom
0: that's right so there's a bunch of things right here so let me read all of them geez uh, oh wait a minute uh, let's see Jessica says get out of your head and get into your heart the brain will keep us stuck in, in a negative state yes it absolutely will get up by shine shine down is that a song I think it is a song. Uh, meditating, meditating and praying. Yes, that's huge. Mm-hmm. State change is what has helped me. Taylor Wicks, what's up? Valley says discipline. Yeah, discipline yes. equals freedom. And once you commit to something in that way, just I like to start small. Uh, I'd swear I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book for people who know what to do but haven't done it for like discipline 10 years. But like, yeah, discipline for people with ADD. Uh, because that is something that I've struggled with forever. It's like, we've known what to do. We read books on how to do it. We uh, think it's a great idea, but the the rubber never hits the road, right? And uh, sometimes we need therapy for that. Sometimes we need mental health therapy or uh, hypnotherapy even, which mm. I'm going to go try out uh, soon. Uh, Lily says it's such a good song. so I wrote it down. I'm going to look it up. Home today from work, sitting with the wife and this is what I needed to hear. Yes. yes. Awesome. Hi, air
1: 5. Air 5. <laughs> Good
0: job, man. Good job. I'm so glad.
1: So, what were you just saying? I don't know. You're in the Oh, you're talking about discipline for people with ADD.
0: <laughs> I think I already talked about that, but So, I, and
1: so okay, I want to just really reiterate that there is no Okay, your brain your brain runs on chemicals, mm-hmm. okay? That's how it works. And it cannot logically, you cannot think your brain into feeling better. How many of you have thought about, oh, I wish my depression would go away. (laughs) and your depression went away. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. Our brain runs on chemicals. So your brain cannot imagine what feeling different will be like. Your body has to actually make it happen for your brain to experience it. Mm -hmm. Your brain is like an... ex. So you have a brain and you have a mind. Your Mm -hmm. mind cannot make your brain feel different, but your mind can tell your body to make your brain feel different by moving. Mm -hmm. Make sense? Yes. That's how sex works. That's how movement works. That's how Twinkies work, (laughs) right? Like your mind says, Mm -hmm. I want to feel different sex and then your body feels different and your brain goes
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right yeah
1: so you have to hack these things you can't think your way through it, it you doesn't have to put yourself work.
0: in the situation so have you guys ever not been super hungry but like yeah you know whatever but then the, the second you get to the restaurant and smell the food you're like
1: oh right
0: right right so that's an example of what you just said you're 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 I don't know. I, it it works, but I kind of confuse myself. Right. So. Well,
1: I mean, it's like you. Know, it's using the instinctual, using your instinctual body to mm-hmm. like think of things differently mm-hmm. and actually not think of to feel them. Feel stuff in your body for the love of Pete. Mm-hmm. TV will not do it. Instagram won't do it. Facebook won't do it. Um, porn won't do it. Getting up and moving your body is literally the only thing that will do it. Mm-hmm. Or like having a great, engaging conversation right. where you're not. Thinking about how sad you are or how much you hate life or whatever. Mm-hmm. Medication, therapy, and moving mm-hmm. your body, but hacking that because you're good, not gonna wanna do it. Ah! Uh,
0: Valley, no. Uh, Carissa says, what fires together wires together. Yes. Definitely mental thinking discipline, absolutely. Let's see. I know the good I ought to do and don't do it. Paul, exactly. That's from the Bible. Uh, let's see, Daniel, fellow ADD here. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's real. The struggle is real. Uh, yes, this is what helped me get out of my funk. Yeah, state change. So we talk about. I take cold showers in the morning. We do like cold dip stuff, mm-hmm. and that absolutely. Somebody asked me because I reposted a video on my Instagram, which you can follow me at Instagram at Seth Dudley. Reposted the video of the cold dip when it was snowing, like oh, yeah. you know, a foot and a half of snow yeah. outside, and. That helps me to like feel my body. Mm-hmm. And obviously, mm-hmm. if you get in 32 degree, 33 degree water, it is going to change your state. and yeah. It is going to be like nothing, mm-hmm. nothing matters except you, that yeah. freezing cold water and what your body is feeling. Mm-hmm. And it's almost a respite for me. Like, I, I, I like doing that stuff mm-hmm. because you know what it does? It takes me out of this right. and puts me in this. Is right. like, I'm not thinking about. Stress or craziness mm-hmm. or feeling overwhelmed when my uh when I'm freezing cold okay <laughs> uh,
1: one of the things that I was thinking too is i actually i do i splash cold water on my face mm-hmm. in the morning. I don't wash my face in the morning i I literally take real like the coldest water our sink produces, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I put it on my face and i'll and let why I'm telling you this is that it is a state change when I splash cold water on my face for one, if I don't breathe correctly, it takes my breath away. I go <gasps> right really. But, yeah, and that's breathing is like a whole Wim Hof thing, Well, right? no, I
0: know, but yeah. But
1: so that's just my face. But on top of that, when I splash cold water on my face, mm-hmm. I feel it in my stomach. My hmm. stomach literally goes, what's going on? And it like shoots chemicals. You're so, going to have
0: a time on phase two when you got to take a five minute cold shower.
1: I ain't doing phase two. I I ain't doing it.
0: You said that you wouldn't do 75 My legs will turn into bristle brushes. You said that you wouldn't do 75 hard And I'll have to wash
1: the dishes with my scrapey scorpion legs because my leg hair will shoot out. Scorpion legs. Like a porcupine. Bill
0: says perhaps if depression is the only issue, they could schedule sex... Uh, schedule a sex day. Some women don't get in the mood until they are in the middle of action. Uh, by setting up a date and committing to it, you may be surprised at how much she comes back around, yep. feels good and brain chemicals. That was,
1: I'm so glad that you brought that up because mm-hmm. that's on my notes. I completely forgot. That was the thing that... Um, one of the things I think needs to happen is you mentioned in the very beginning, what can the husband say to the wife that's going to help her feel better or whatever? Mm-hmm. And what's hard about that is that is almost like shining a flashlight on a toothache Mm. like i need to not think about the toothache Mm -hmm. i need to not be looking directly at it and or like a cut on my arm like you know when a kid doesn't can't see the cut on their Mm -hmm. body and they're like oh i think i'm okay does it look bad mom and you're looking at it going oh my gosh and the kid's like i think i'm okay and if they could see that cut (laughs) they'd be like a hot mess Right. right so um the thing that comes to my mind with that is Scheduling sex is a great idea, but don't make like don't shine the flashlight on we're doing this because of your depression, right? Mm-hmm. Do it the other way around where you are saying, and this is gonna sound weird, I don't have to figure out how to connect it, but when you're depressed, you need something that sparks joy. Mm. And so it might be that getting better sex and intimacy with someone who's struggling with depression follows things like we took a painting class together. Sounds really weird. Sounds mm-hmm. unrelated. But you need to spark joy, and I ain't talking Marie Kondo. I'm <laughs> talking about cleaning. But I'm Go. talking about like you literally need to figure out what is it that makes that person light up inside. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do. Quit. You've got to stop. It has nothing to do with. Um, it has nothing to do with sex, and it has everything to do with ing- connection, connection, and igniting mm-hmm. joy, igniting like vitality and life. That could be cooking together. It's literally getting out of the rut. She's stuck in a rut. And I don't mean that flippantly, but imagine a ditch. She's Mm -hmm. literally stuck in a ditch of sadness and she's been there a really long time. She knows that ditch. She's she's a ditch witch.
0: (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) That's
1: hilarious. But anyway, so it's not that... Um, I don't want to shine a light on sex and be like, we're having sex on Wednesday, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think that's very, very helpful and say, okay, we're going to biohack this. We're scheduling all of the things that change our state. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's before we, so talk to your wife and say, hey, let's, would you like to, you know, let's initiate a scheduling of intimacy and on the days that we schedule intimacy, we're going to do, two or three things that have nothing to do with sex mm-hmm. so that I can spark the joy and the delight in you as a human. Right. That could be, the conversation starters mm-hmm. are a great way. Mm-hmm. They're not. There are sexual ones, but there's non-sexual ones, fun things to talk about. But it really is like, do you like to carve wood? Do you like to dance? Mm-hmm. Do you like to uh, read together? Mm-hmm. Um, taking a bath without any, like there's no need for sex or touching. Like, just, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's a way that we need to kind of invite joy in in a new way right and I think scheduling intimacy is great but I also think we've got to figure out how to do it in a way that feels life-giving to the wife mm-hmm. also if that makes sense yeah I don't know.
0: absolutely uh, Sammy says I had a counselor suggest putting my face in ice water if I'm having a hard time coming out oh. of a panic attack yeah, that and hurts she says it works. so
1: bad. Does that not hurt your face? I've uh, tried it, and at, it,
0: at first, but you get used to oh, it. It changes your state.
1: It puts my head. It hurts my head so bad. I've tried that, but thank you for the mm-hmm. suggest.
0: Uh, replying to Bill, Jessica says, "Bill, I agree. Doing this and getting out of my head and into my heart has gotten my libido from zero to one hundred in a short time. Hey, give me a tip on that, girlfriend." <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was funny. Right. Um, let's see. I was Oh, there are two authors I wanted to mention that I think would be helpful in this. Right. Feel free to add more. But Marissa Peer has a book called Item I Am Enough. Enough. Mm-hmm. You can get it on Audible. I love her audio version of it because um, the narrator has a wonderful British accent. So you can go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage if you want to get the free audio book of mm-hmm. I Am Enough by Marissa Peer. And her book is... Amazing, she is a hypnotherapist. She does rapid transformational therapy. There are, I mean, she has so many resources. Check out marissapier.com, go get her book, I Am Enough. Um, that is an amazing resource for this person. For Mm -hmm. anybody, the other person is Mel Robbins. Mel Robbins has um,
0: five, four, three, two, one. She, yeah, she's got Mm -hmm.
1: um, kick ass with Mel Robbins. She's Mm -hmm. got another one. What's the other one?
0: Oh boy, uh. I just know. look up
1: Mel Robbins, and mm-hmm. she has amazing content around all of this stuff, yeah, like and, changing uh, your mind. Remember to
0: use the audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage because mm-hmm. you, you get a free book. Uh, and sometimes you can even get other freebies if it's Audible-sponsored books. So audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Read, people. Change your brain. It works. So mm-hmm. we're going to jump into the conversation starters. And I just glanced uh, one, and uh, that's pretty fun. So I'll ask you, what do we do? No,
1: hold on. Our conversation starters are in the Anatomy of Marriage app, which we created because couples counseling should never be boring, it should not take forever, and it should not be hard. So we made the Fast Fun Couples Counseling app, and you should check it out. And it has conversation starters, Mm -hmm. hundreds of them.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: These are conversation starters from the Our Story category. All
0: right. What do we do great together? Melanie? Melanie?
1: I think we do projects really well together. Like when we built that woodshed at our old house, like we literally built a gigantic woodshed all by ourselves. And
0: that, well, yeah, it was, it was a 10 by 30 shed and the roof at the peak of the roof, it was a a, a, mono pitch, a mono pitch roof. And the peak was, I think, 16 feet tall. Mm -hmm. And we, we built that. We literally literally did everything. Yeah. Like,
1: Poured the concrete, put set the poles, put right. the roof on, screwed the roof in. Like we do, yeah. we, we did everything. The I think joists,
0: everything, right. Like, Literally everything. I and think we do. You should uh, get a video of that because I know that we have old videos, mm-hmm. like with me and the chainsaw up mm-hmm. top and stuff like that. And yeah, we did do that good together, and that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Like we, uh, yeah, we do projects. I think we do good together.
1: Really, bit uh, difficult and large projects mm-hmm. we do really well together, and like with joy.
0: Uh, you know what? is like, duh. We do the podcast well together, right? Right, right. I believe we do this good together. So that's a that's a good one. Let me say something
1: really quick. I know. uh, Do you have to go or anything? Okay. Uh, One thing I did want to say about the depression piece and the like the trying to think your way out of it. Sorry, this is total sidetrack, but I intentionally decided a few years ago to to when i have to do tasks i don't like like mm-hmm. laundry cleaning the floor dishes mm-hmm. i make it as fun as i can by mm. playing music um i really i it's almost like a visceral experience mm-hmm. now it's not like this cuz i found myself complaining getting angry i'd be done with the dishes and i'd be mad mm. as h mm. cuz i was like nobody cares
0: let me ask you something so doing dishes is is a task that just needs to be done right mm-hmm. that's a thing and that's not the funnest thing in the world, mm-hmm. but you make the best of it, like play music and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And what about for, i I'm thinking of couples with higher sex drive or lower sex drive. Mm-hmm. If I'm wondering, cause sometimes I feel bad when you say like, Oh, well I'm not in the mood, but I, you got to get yourself in mm-hmm. the mood. You know, do you see it like that? Or do you see it like, Oh, sex is like doing dishes it's not really fun but oh no i like how no. it feels close to the end or whatever um no you know what i'm saying that's
1: a great question so it's more of a like if i want my car to drive i have to go get gas mm-hmm. there's no option if i'm
0: so how does that relate to sex
1: so like you're saying is getting yourself in the mood like that is a downer that's like mm-hmm. doing dishes mm-hmm. No, it's like a fact of how it works for me and my body. I mm. take uh, anti-anxiety medication that's one of the side effects is a lowered sex drive. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, I know that about myself. Mm-hmm. I enjoy sex when I'm in the right mood. Mm-hmm. I don't have bad sex so, if I'm not in the mood, mm-hmm. I ain't having sex. Right. So, it's my job. Mm-hmm. I take responsibility mm-hmm. to put myself in the mood. Mm-hmm. If I want to drive to Canada, it's my job to fill my gas tank to get to Canada. We
0: can go see Hatitian's. I
1: know. And I'm not going to complain about it or right. be like, oh, I have to get myself in the mood, blah. Right. blah. Like, okay. All right. Because, you know yeah, because, I mean?
0: like, I, again, as a conflict avoidant uh, type kind of thing, uh, I don't, I don't like doing things if I know that somebody else doesn't want to do them. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, especially sex.
1: Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's a
0: question: How can I get my wife to share control in conversation with me more? Wait, how can I get that. my
1: wife to share control in conversation more? Oh, you're saying is she dominant in the conversation? Like she's not sharing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're asking? Maybe I'm not sure. ask a little bit more. Maybe we can figure out how to answer that.
0: Marissa, congrats. I mean, Marissa, <laughs> Lily. Uh, oh, it's yeah. It's middle name is Marissa. Uh, congratulations on the house. That's awesome. That'll be fun. Uh, doesn't that make Seth have no control over when it happens? Um, oh no 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 no. Let's no, clarify. No.
1: So we schedule intimacy, mm-hmm. and if Seth wants so, and b- but before we scheduled intimacy, he would make it known. By his very suave statement, <laughs> I would like to be together tonight. <laughs> right. Um. <clears throat> so he would let his no- desire be known. Right. And so then uh, that just means I then have to go, or have to is even a weird way to say it. I right. get to. Right. Uh, get my mind in the right uh, mindset. Mindset. To be intimate later. So mm-hmm. it's not... I am not uh like the gatekeeper mm-hmm. of that. Oh no, he, no. Not he at all. says what he wants and I go, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. There's not very many so can you even think of there's not very many times when you were like, I would like to be together, zombie voice tonight mm-hmm. where I was like, Ew, no.
0: No, that there's been times where you're like I think well this was this was maybe I don't know. A while back, when uh, like you're, years you're, ago, I can't even. Well, no, think no, 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 not not like not like saying no. I don't want to. It. You usually say it in a different way. It's the same thing though, which is annoying. You say, um, "Well, hey, if you want to have sex, you got to do more foreplay and you got to work." You know what I'm saying? No, I used to so, say that to you. Right. I don't
1: anymore because right. I understand that it's not your skill set. Right. Foreplay is not your zone of genius, dear. It's not. Um, and that's fine.
0: Uh, somebody says conflict avoidant, that's me. Right, okay, so when I even was saying conflict avoidant, I said, you know what, I'm not so keen on uh, owning that You anymore. labeled yourself I that. labeled myself, right? So I'm going to reframe it like Marissa Peer would do and a good therapist would do. Mm-hmm. They would say, um, you seem to be more comfortable when things are not uh, conflictual, right? Mm-hmm. And there are, have been ways where your voice hasn't been heard or you haven't been listened to completely. So... Uh, let's don't label yourself as conflict avoidant let's say that's that puts you out of your comfort zone and because or, you're a person that wants to grow mm-hmm. and you know that growth happens in the uncomfortable spaces you're going to even sometimes put yourself in uncomfortable spaces and I in, uberly intentionally did this in 2018 when I started going I think yeah 2018 was I, when is is when I started doing stand up comedy, which is ter- terrifically horrifying but awesome, when I joined Toastmasters and started doing more public speaking, and 2018 was the year when I did the craziest thing I've ever done, went to Dubai and uh, spoke at a mental health, mental health conference and stuff. So I intentionally put myself in those very uncomfortable situations. Now I feel quite comfortable speaking in public, or mm-hmm. I haven't done an open mic comedy in a while, but I would still be okay with doing it, right? So put yourself in the uncomfortable situations. You may be conflict avoidant. That's what you've we've all been trained to label it as, but I want to reframe it as, hey. You're
1: growing the skills for dealing with conflict. Exact. Make it as simple as you can. And so exact. read so, the I Am Enough by Marissa Peer. That's where he's getting that yeah. reference. That's what he's talking about. Last <clears throat> conversation starter from the app mm. is what is your favorite hotel room that we have stayed in?
0: Right. Uh, we've stayed in a bunch, and I'm thinking about all the ones that haven't been in this country. I love the ones one that have in been um, here.
1: Portugal with that big glass. It had like a city on the wall yeah. and it has a giant glass shower. Like mm-hmm. it was one giant room, and the bathroom was in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it had like the glass.
0: Yeah. That yeah. was a
1: really cool hotel.
0: That one was cool. Um... Yeah, I, or the I, one I, in
1: Ireland, like the crazy. Oh yeah, like what is this oak? It's the one that like Walt Whitman stayed at, or whoever. Not Walt it was. Whitman, <laughs> the other
0: Irish writer. Uh, I don't remember his name, but yeah, there's there's a bunch of hotel rooms and. uh I like Airbnbs too. Yes. I like going to Airbnbs with the kids because it's literally like, Oh, you explore. It's like, look a, at this bathroom. you feel like Ponce de Leon and you're <laughs> like exploring all over the place and like, Whoa, look at this and check this out. Whoa, this balcony is cool and stuff right. like that. Right. So that's fun. But you guys, we got to go. Thank you for joining us today. Happy Tuesday. And we think, uh, Wait a minute. What am I even saying? I don't know.
1: If you have a question for the show, send it into hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. That's where we got this question. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are answering those every single day of the week. And we love your guys' participation. Mm-hmm. And if you want to do conversation starters with your spouse, go to the Anatomy of Marriage website, right. anatomyofmarriage.com, and get the Anatomy of Marriage app. It's available in the App Store. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. There's a free version and a paid version. And it's us in it. We made the app. Marriage Podcast says, go get the app get thank the app. you
0: i was gonna say what's up marriage podcast right you guys go check out marriage podcast on itunes and all all the all the places mm-hmm. wow. they're doing good stuff
1: and yes so we love you guys have an amazing day also go to getfaithful.com faithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage if you need mm-hmm. therapy if you're dealing with depression just do it sign up for the thing ain't no big thing mm-hmm. learn about it it's good for you all right all right love have you guys see day. you tomorrow bye, bye.